0: Hey guys, it's Brandon, and this is Sabrina, and welcome to the Someone Called B.S. podcast, where we discuss navigating marriage, entrepreneurship, and owning our own businesses, while also trying to do this thing called life together. Thanks for joining us here and listening to our literal B.S. Oh, you're going to need to edit
1: that out. Oh, come on. Trick to, trick to, is there a trick to make it run a lot better, but for the cheaper...
0: Seriously,
1: don't say it like that. Let's get it.
0: Hello, everyone. Hi. How are you today?
1: Oh, I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm feeling a little annoyed this evening.
1: I noticed.
0: But other than that, I'm fine. I'm drinking a cocktail, so hopefully it'll get better.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully. I just saw a full-blown meltdown where she body-slammed the computer.
0: I did not body-slam the computer. She did.
1: She suplexed it right on this table.
0: I'm just annoyed because I'm supposed to be on, you know, my one week of vacay from my job and I'm still having to clean up messes. So, that's fun, but that's the life of... I guess being a leader. It's true. At my job. So I get to, when all the staff is out on vacation, I get to clean up messes. That's my job. So that's, that's right. That's part of it.
1: That's right.
0: So I just need a moment to gather myself because I've been cleaning up a few messes this afternoon. Oh boy. I shouldn't have had to, but that's okay. Because we're all just imperfect. We all make mistakes, don't we? Not me. No.
1: In the wise words of me, you're going to have that on those big jobs.
0: Yeah. So that's what I've been dealing with. And then when I was dealing with that, I was supposed to be dealing with getting ready for our f-bomb uh business like we're having our employee reviews tomorrow so i'm trying to get all of that ready and because we use a system for reviews and it's yeah now i'm behind on that because i was doing other things for my san antonio job but that is okay and now we are podcasting so welcome
1: yeah so she body body slammed the computer
0: I did not body slam the And then she threw
1: a microphone, too.
0: Anyway, now I have an alcoholic beverage. Yep. And if anyone's watching, it is like a spiced holiday nog.
1: Trader Joe's finest Mm -hmm. wine-based eggnog.
0: Trader Joe's has, like, the best stuff. But anyway, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. We hope you all had a, a great Christmas. And got to celebrate with your treasured families. How was your Christmas?
1: My Christmas was good. Yeah? Yeah. Good. I mean, honestly, I had this conversation yesterday. We had this conversation. I feel like it's super difficult for um, like our families to shop for us because... I mean, honestly, I buy whatever it is I want throughout the year. Like as a adult, basically, you know,
0: a functioning, adult. yeah, a
1: functioning adult. I yeah. pretty much if I see something, I'm like, oh, cool. I want that. um, And I buy it. You so,
0: know, you know what? I just realized that I always look forward to getting at Christmas time and nobody got me this year and specifically what like our parents, because I don't. So I also just buy myself whatever all the time, but I never buy myself socks, and we didn't get any socks, like, you know, actual socks that you can wear, like, yeah. out and stuff. We didn't get any socks this year, so now I have to buy no, my socks. No, I did.
1: Socks. I got Harry Potter
0: socks. You You can't wear those out.
1: I can, and I will.
0: Okay. Anyway, yeah, but... Gifts are beside the point. It was a very nice holiday.
1: Yeah, uh, honestly, it was nice. Uh, this was the first holiday I think that I've actually relaxed somewhat. Um, I mean, we took a day and watched a couple movies, well, which that like an was evening.
0: that was weird. Okay.
1: Yeah, but I mean, for me, that was weird. Yeah. I almost never get to do that, so.
0: Yeah, we watched some Christmas music movies, just Brandon and I, on Christmas Eve after my family left, so that was nice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: We heated up our pool, so that was a cool little experiment, so. Yeah. Shout out to CH Custom Pools, South Texas Propane, clearly Texas Pools. Yeah. Shameless plug here on our podcast.
0: Maybe y'all want to sponsor us.
1: Yeah, maybe you guys want to sponsor us. I will say um, I came home Saturday. I got home Saturday about 5-ish o'clock, and I kicked the heater, and it's heated by propane. I kicked the heater on on the pool. The pool was 60 degrees. By 11 a.m. Christmas Eve morning, the pool was at 87 degrees. Uh, And it only used roughly about 33% of our propane tank, which I thought was, I thought, A, that was pretty impressive. I thought it was going to take like a full 24 hours basically to heat the pool because it's, our pool is pretty big, 28,000 gallons, I think it is. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was fun. To swim on Christmas and Christmas Eve.
0: Yeah, it was fun. It was really nice. We haven't been able to get in the pool in a while. So, Well, Christmas Eve, no, the day before Christmas Eve, my niece and I jumped in it and it was like 60 degrees and it was so cold, but we ended up getting used to the water and like staying in there for like 20, 30 minutes. But yeah, we had my niece and nephew over for the whole week and that's always fun for me because they're getting older. And I know, soon enough, they're not going to want to come stay with us anymore because they're going to be doing teenager stuff. But I really look forward to seeing them, like, you know, when they can come over. Why are you nodding your head like that?
1: I definitely think they'll still come over because they're spoiled as shit whenever they come over. Because Aunt Sabrina gives them any and everything they want. It's like an all-inclusive luxury resort up in this place.
0: No, uh, I do not. Well, oh, she does. Okay, so I know Landon for sure listens to our podcast because he always mentions stuff that we talk about on here. So I Well, will- good.
1: I hope you're tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed your swimming pool time while I was picking up poop that you and your sister were supposed to pick up in the front yard, pally.
0: Well... To be fair, that was Aubrey's job to pick up the poop.
1: Well, what did we just talk about when we jumped on here? When you're in a leadership role, guess what? You got to pick up the slack for the rest of the team. That's how it works. And you, pal, would have gotten this lesson right on Christmas Eve if it wasn't for your Aunt Sabrina. Because I was ready to tear that ass up. Because that's what I do. Life lessons from Uncle B. So, Hopefully, Caroline and little Thomas are watching this podcast because whenever they come over, your ass is grass and I'm a zero-turn lawnmower because it's martial law at Uncle B's house.
0: Okay. Well, I have a softer approach to... No way. Parenting, if you can call that parenting with aunt and uncle, but... Yeah. What are your, okay. So if we're talking life tips, like, so what for Landon, Aubrey, Caroline, Thomas, those are our nieces and nephews. What would be your top three life lessons by uncle B? And then I'll do my top three. This is our parenting. Just so y'all know, like I will literally tell, I always tell Landon and Aubrey, um, they're my niece and nephew on my brother's side, but I'll always give them life tips. And I think they're always like super embarrassed by my life tips, but it's real legit life lessons. And this is why I'm not a parent because I don't know how to say it any other way, but yeah, go ahead. ahead go
1: um, life, life tip that I was going to give you on Christmas Eve is the sooner you realize that if you do the bare minimum, like picking up two pieces of poop when I ask you to comb the whole yard. So if you do the bare minimum, you will receive the bare minimum out of life. I promise this is a hundred percent fact. Like if you just do whatever's necessary to just get by, like if you, even if you're working a job, let's say it's fast food. If you're flipping burgers and all you're doing is flipping the burgers. If you're not flipping the burgers with pizzazz, if you're not putting yourself out there saying, Hey, you know, is there anything else I can do? Can I dunk the fries? Can I base these burger buns with glistening butter like you've got to make yourself stand out i say that all the time like in today's society it's pretty sad honestly but you cannot just do your job you have to do your job you have to excel at your job and you have to actually do portions of other people's jobs to get noticed in the common workplace i would say so the sooner you realize that And you start applying that to your life, even as a teenager, like you will be light years ahead. Like if I would have known that information instead of like what I learned in school, like I'm not saying drop out of school, you know, do your grade school, whatever. But if they would teach you in school how the actual world works, whenever you get out, I would be further ahead in life. A hundred percent. So that's lesson number one.
0: And that was the lesson, folks, that Brandon wanted to give to my 14-year-old nephew on Christmas Eve.
1: You're damn straight. Because what I was going to tell him is for me, okay, so the deal was I had given them a list, list of chores. And I said, hey, do these chores. And I'll make sure that the pool gets heated and that we have a great time Christmas Eve. So, Instead, what I got to do, which I'm almost never here when they're here because I'm always working. Why? Because I like nice shit, which is expensive. So heating that pool, I mean, it wasn't the most expensive thing in the world, but definitely was a couple hundred bucks for sure, which costs my time. So by what I pay myself, well, heating that pool cost me four hours worth of work at the shop. And all I did was ask you to pick up dog poop for maybe 45 minutes cuz that's about how long it took me to pick up all the dog poop and you couldn't do it. So, that was my life lesson was to put into perspective like what things cost because you've you've got to have that mindset and the sooner you look at that, I don't care if you're 14, 13, 12, 10, if you can understand that, you will be light years ahead in your life.
0: I mean, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I just didn't want you to have that. I just... Okay. To be fair, I have a soft spot. Oh, for I know. My niece and my nephew because I don't feel like they've had a very fair childhood. And I guess I know what you're going to say. Welcome to the club, pal. I already know. But if I can give someone because I know what it's like to not have a fair childhood. Like I just don't have the best relationship with my parents because of a lot of things. So I know what that's like. And instead of me, like I don't really have the mentality of like, Oh, well welcome to the club. It's hard. I have the mentality of like, well, these are, this is my niece and my nephew and I love them so much that I want better for them. I want to be able to take care of them and like show them what it's like to have people that love them and care about them and yeah i mean
1: i'm not saying that don't do all of those things but i can tell you with caroline and thomas i am going to teach them these lessons often and early because i i'm not gonna be here forever i'm gonna die like i'm not soon I don't know that, how long I'm going to be here. That's why I work my ass off the way I do, because I don't know how long I'll be here. But while I'm here, you can rest assured, I'm going to ball out. I'm going to live my life, and everything that I want, I'm going to get it. Everything I want to do, I'm going to do it. Because life is short, so you should do that. Um, I don't want to become a crippled old man and then be wishing that I did all these
0: things. You don't have to become crippled.
1: Well, typically when you get, like, pretty old, yeah.
0: Brandon also has a fear of old people, just so everyone knows.
1: I don't have a fear of old people. It's just... Yeah, you do. Typically, they're pretty sick. They're usually, like, you know, frail. Like, Mm -hmm. it gives me the heebie-jeebies sometimes. Okay. So, anyway... What I'm trying to say is I'm going to teach my niece and nephew that the sooner they learn these life lessons, I hope they do so much better. Like people tell me all the time, "Oh man, you're just really crushing it. You're killing it." Like if if I would have known these lessons earlier on in life and understood that, do you
0: realize where I would be in my life today? I mean, I feel like you've always know like you've always worked harder than anyone I know. I
1: have worked harder, but not smarter. I want to teach my niece and nephew to work smarter so they do not have to work as hard as I do. Because I'm just now at the age that I am learning how to work smarter. And if I would have been doing this 10 years ago, I'd probably be the president. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Oh, that would be a doozy.
1: That would be a doozy.
0: Okay. Well, what's your other life tip for life lessons by Uncle Brandon?
1: Other life tip? Wrap it up, pal. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Box it up.
0: Oh, I see. Yep.
1: Like, do not knock a girl up, or if you're a girl, get knocked up at an early age. Like, don't be absolutely fucking stupid, for fuck's sake. Okay. FFS. Like, just a little bit of common sense goes a long way. Like, that will absolutely, if you're trying to do something with your life, and that You have an unexpected early baby child. It is a pretty difficult rebound, I would say. It's not the easiest thing to overcome.
0: Yeah. Okay. I
1: know a ton of people. I mean, I'm not saying it can't be done because I know people who have had that thrown their way and they eat up that obstacle. But for the everyday person, that shit will eat your ass up and will put a halt to whatever it is you're trying to do. Yeah. So. If you're trying to do something and you've got goals in mind and, you know, they don't involve children, don't get caught up in the moment, dude. It is not worth it, homie. Landon. Landon. Aubrey. Okay. Third life tip? Third life tip, I would say I also wish that I knew sooner. Um is how important it is to invest in things like retirement. The thing that I have, not just my retirement retirement, but the other thing. The IUL? Yes. Oh. IUL.
0: Indexed universal life for anyone who doesn't know what that stands Mm -hmm. for.
1: I should have done that years ago. I'm just now doing that like as of what, last year?
0: This Uh, year? IUL this year.
1: This year. I should have been doing that years ago because you can actually use that to be your own bank once you have enough in there.
0: Yes, that takes years. It does take years. You can't
1: do it immediately, but... You will watch me do it. If you tune in long enough, you will watch me do it. And you'll be like, holy shit. So if I would have been doing it years ago, like in my 20s, I could already be using that shit to be my own bank. Borrowing against my death benefit. So
0: just saving, developing good budget habits for like, you know, kids.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's what they should be teaching in school. They should be teaching you about how important credit is. Because right when you get out of high school, they'll hammer your ass with credit card deals. You can jump on with a raw credit card deal and get your chili ring smashed in because you don't know what the hell you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me. Got yep. turned inside out. Tore my credit up. Took me years to recover from that because I was a fucking idiot.
0: I did help you recover from
1: you that. You did. You really did.
0: I don't know where I got my budgeting skills from because let me tell you, my parents are not good at budgeting. But then maybe that's because, like, because they weren't good, then I, like, wanted to be really good at budgeting. But, I mean, I've lost it recently. I need to get back on track. But anyway, good life tips. So my life lessons. Yeah, let's hear them. Life lessons from Aunt Sabrina. Uh, Number one, I'm trying to remember which ones I've taught them over the years. They're in no particular order, but yes, for sure, the one of them is do not get pregnant or impregnate someone else. I always remind my niece and nephew every time they come over of that life lesson because I feel like kids nowadays are like getting into things way earlier than I did. So I always tell my niece and nephew, they're 12 and 14, I always say, When it comes time, and if you don't know anything about how to protect yourself, you can ask your Aunt Sabrina, and I will tell you, and I won't judge you, because I will want you to be safe. So do not impregnate anybody or get an STD, or do not get pregnant and get an STD, or either or. So that's life lesson number one.
1: Well, I don't think necessarily if you impregnate someone, you get an
0: STD. No, I'm saying either or. Oh, okay. Either or. Got it. Like, don't do either one of those things. Yeah. Number two is do not get kidnapped, sex trafficked, or love bombed. So what the I hell is love bombed? Love bombing? It's like where a predator or someone that is abusive will, like, shower you with gifts or like love and attention and it's in an effort to like trap you into either a relationship or into a situation and then either kidnap you or abuse you or take advantage of you it's a real thing you've hmm. never heard of love bombing
1: i haven't but if anybody wants to love bomb me like shower me with gifts anything like that i feel like as a 34 year old man i can fight my way out of it so
0: well I mean,
1: not for the kids, but if anybody wants listening, wants to love bomb me and send me some gifts, perhaps. Yeah. I'm a for so it. It's appropriate.
0: I can't with you. What? Uh, anyway. She
1: does not love bomb me.
0: Do Because it's toxic. You oh. do not love bomb. Okay. Get love bombed. So watch out for signs of love bombing. That's oh. what I teach them. Uh-huh. Watch out for signs of being kidnapped or sex trafficked. You know, I-35, the corridor. Highway is like a huge line of sex trafficking. Millions of girls and men are sex trafficked or little boys are sex trafficked every day. So watch out for predators. Don't be love bombed. So that's like kind of life lesson number two. And then I'm trying to think of what my top, my other top life lesson is. Definitely like continue to grow and i always tell them like you don't have to go to college but you have to know like something that you're interested in and like pursue that
1: yeah trade schools are i think overlooked by a lot of kids but trade schools i mean if you currently look at where the economy is the trades is what's like in high demand right now Mm -hmm. and And with any trade, I'm not just saying ours in particular, but people who have money or have wealth, they want problems solved for them because they already have money, a good amount of it. So what they want you to do is give them their time back because as we grow and as we scale and we start to make more money together as a couple, I feel like we lose time. Because we have to work our asses off. So I'm working a very minimum, what, 70 hours a week? Probably. At least 70 hours a week. So when I have problems that I need fixed for me, like, you know, the little honeydew stuff where she's like, Can you do this cabinet or do this or do that? I pay people to do that.
0: He doesn't hang things up for me. I have to hire another Absolutely man, not. a.k.a. Chet, usually, to come hang things up for me. Well, number one, I'm
1: not good at it. Number two, I, I don't have a whole lot of time whenever I do get home to hang out with her. So I don't want to spend it
0: no, yeah, on that's the
1: verge of divorce trying to hang up something. Because we will get fucking into an argument and get divorced over that. I think most couples would agree about that, but... I don't want to spend what little time I am at home with her on the verge of divorce for hanging up a photo.
0: It's happened before. So
1: I will pay somebody to do it. So whenever you're in a trade, like a plumber, an electrician, things like that, people want shit done and they want it done yesterday.
0: Well, and it's a specific skill. Yeah. Like that people need. Mm -hmm.
1: And typically it's a very, it's a lot shorter, like, uh, time that you're in school, like my trade school I went to was one year. Mm-hmm. Now it was a full year. It wasn't like we had spring break or we had summer break or anything like that. It was like I went to school, you know, from six a.m. to one thirty p.m. every day, yeah. Monday through Friday. But after a year, I was out and I jumped into the field and was making pretty decent money. Um. I wasn't killing the game or anything, but at the time it was pretty decent money. And I had a, I did have student loan debt, but I mean, nothing like your student loan debt.
0: Yeah. I mean, I will say I used to be really like big on college. Like I used to push college on my niece and nephew all the time. But as I've gotten older and like seen, you know, just the job market in particular, like it's just, college doesn't really matter as much anymore. Like I, whenever I'm hiring people for my job, I will look at like what higher education they've pursued, but that doesn't mean I'm looking for like a four-year degree. It just means like I'm looking like even if they went to trade school or they went and got their associates, like I just think it speaks volumes as far as like starting something and finishing something. And I've seen a pattern in like, the employees that we hire that have started something and then finished something have a much greater like work ethic than those that have not done that. But it doesn't mean like you have to go to college for a four-year degree. Like I went to college for a four-year degree and I worked for the guys that I still work for now when I started college. And I remember them telling me like, you know, like you don't have to get the degree. Like we will still You'll still have every opportunity that you have now if you want to drop out. But they understood, like, I wanted to go for myself. But looking back on it, I should have just fucking done it because I don't really use my degree. I wanted to get it for myself because I was a first-generation college student on my mom's side. Um,
1: Break the cycle.
0: Yeah, and I just, I don't know. I grew up in a weird family but yeah i I just had like this chip on my shoulder about getting my college degree so i wanted to do it but looking back like i shouldn't have fucking done it i would have been just as fine like nothing would have changed for me had i not gotten or at least i don't think so but i started something and i finished something and now i'm left with a lot of debt that i will pay off
1: well but also too i mean you can look at it both ways though um Going through college for us to survive, you had to work for Dana and Tyler and also work at Macy's. So, I did it, it did teach us survival skills because we would do anything to not have to ask for help from our parents. A, because we didn't want to, B, because we knew both of our families. Like, they were in no financial standpoint to like, oh, hey, we need help, which they would have figured it out. Like, our families Mm, both love us. Mine wouldn't. They would have done something to figure it out. My mom kicked me off of
0: my health insurance and the car insurance like the moment I, I left.
1: they did somewhat hate me a little bit. Her grandpa even wrote a letter to her saying that. He knew that I was going to get her knocked up and she would drop out of college. She wrote him a or he wrote her a handwritten letter saying that she was making a big mistake by moving in with me and converse in our little rent house. house. Yeah. So,
0: but they've well my grandpa's changed his mind.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, how can you not? Have you seen me?
0: My grandpa really loved me growing up. Like, I never really realized it. Like, he's still alive now, but he's has a lot of problems. I never realized, like, how much he actually did love me, because I took all of his criticism as, like, negative when I know like, he wouldn't have wrote that letter to you if, like, he didn't love me. So. Well,
1: her dad also tried to turn me into the police.
0: Well, That was a different time. So we won't talk about my dad or my mom. (laughs) But anyway, her
1: family hated me for a small bit, but now they love me. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. We don't really see my family that often other than my niece and my nephew. But yeah. So that would be my life. Tip number three is like, just find something that excites you and interests you and pursue it with everything that you have. Whether that's going to a trade school, going to college, working for someone to get the experience, like whatever it is, you just have to find what you want and like be bold enough to pursue it.
1: And then once you're in that field, don't stop. I don't stop. I still acquire certifications and do training and Mm -hmm. I go to um, like Holly tuning classes and HP Tuner tuning classes. Like, I don't want to stop learning. I want to keep getting better and better and better.
0: Yeah, I do too. I keep going to different leadership classes and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, you just never really stop. You just continue to improve. Which is
1: why you sometimes get frustrated and have to body slam a computer. Although I've never done that. And I feel like I have. Not the greatest temper sometimes, but I've never body slammed a computer.
0: It just gets old, like cleaning up after people.
1: No, I agree. Like it
0: just gets a little
1: old. I like, felt that way when I was picking up poop. In my I own yard.
0: wholeheartedly appreciate all of my team. Like, I know that they do their very best, but like, it's just very frustrating sometimes to have to be the person that cleans it up because. People aren't perfect and they make mistakes, but I guess that's why I am in the position I'm in. That's why they pay you the big bucks,
1: pal. That's what everybody always tells me. That's why you make the big bucks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so.
1: Yeah, sure, Ernest. It's
0: just like my mind, I can never have a day where like I don't work somewhere. Nope. But that's okay.
1: You got to stay sharp at all times. Yeah. You got to be fucking on it.
0: And you I haven't on. I haven't been able to work out in a really long time. And that's like getting on my nerves. But hopefully I can start doing that tomorrow.
1: Good news is we're going to Bohannon's on Friday. And I love some Bohannon's.
0: Yeah. Bohannon's is good.
1: We're going to celebrate the hard year we've put in with, with some good our business owner, SBA, small business, business owner pals.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be dope.
0: Well, did you want to talk? Do you want to save our topics for our next podcast where we talk about things that we've learned this year and what our goals are?
1: Yeah, I think we should end the year with what we've learned.
0: Yeah, so next week we'll talk about that, like everything we've learned. We'll
1: recap on our entire year and we'll also. Touch base on things that we want to achieve in 24.
0: hmm Yep. So make sure you start. New year, new me. Ah! So you start thinking about those things in advance. So you're not caught off guard. Who? You.
1: Oh, I already know what I'm doing.
0: Oh, well. And what you've learned.
1: Well, that could be its own. I could have my own session on what i've learned this year but i'll try to condense that as best as possible
0: oh god here we go you're gonna speak for like a whole hour on what you've learned Mm -hmm. that's fine i'll try to be patient
1: well hopefully i don't end up like this fucking computer because this board thing's barely hanging in there camera's like taped up there now
0: you're ridiculous it is not well, do you have anything else for our listeners tonight that you would like to talk about um, before we sign off?
1: Not in particular, no. I'm not. Again, you're the topic person. I, I just hop on these things, and in my authentic self, I just wing it.
0: Yeah. Well, I kind of wing it, too. Well, I've... So we'll end with what was your favorite gift that you received in for Christmas? And don't say something sentimental like, the gift of time like i want to know present like what is your favorite present that you received um
1: oh well i honestly did like the gift of time because i
0: it's been I a very you long
1: love. been a very long time actually since i was able to switch off like i should you not i watched three movies back to back i don't know how many years it's been since i've sat down and watched three movies back to back to back i fell asleep it's literally been years like seriously so that was actually really fun for me Mm-hmm. Um but I would say gift wise that's a toughie. Um I got a lot of good gifts.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I would say Well while you're thinking of yours, yeah, I'll say yours. mine. Funny story real quick to end the podcast. My well Actually never mind, I won't tell that story. I forgot. Anyway. Yeah,
1: pal. That would have got you in some serious trouble with that one. Was a funny story. Um,
0: yeah. um, but Brandon got me a new Louis Vuitton, so that's always nice. So that was my favorite gift.
1: Well, she got to pick it out, too, so. Yeah. Um, I would say my favorite gift is probably...
0: You're still thinking about it?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I got a lot of good ones. You got me the Yeti bucket for the pool. Like, that thing is super cool. I'm excited to use that. Uh huh. My cocktail shaker, cologne. Mm-hmm. I got the whiskey tower thing from my mom. I have that at the shop. I'm getting a billet handle made for it already. That way, if people don't like their bill, they can take a shot of any. Number of my high quality bourbons I have here, and reevaluate to see if they like their bill after that.
0: Yeah, we got to make a funny sign.
1: Yeah, so I like that. Oh, my cologne that you got me.
0: Yeah,
1: all the way from France.
0: Mm-hmm. Perfumes custom de... engraved. Perfumes de Marley, I think, mm-hmm. is the brand.
1: Yeah, I, like. I got a ton of good gifts. Yeah, but again, like for me. Uh, Most anything I want, I'm an impulsive person. So if I see it, I want it, buy it, own it. You know what I'm saying?
0: He likes nice shit,
1: so. Like young money. Cash money, young money.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: Oh, Sabrina does owe me. I'm looking very much forward to this. It was part of my Christmas gift. She has to take me to Dallas, and we're going to go to Tactical Fleet, and also to the McLaren dealership. Because I'm doing more and more research and people are like saying that their orders are taking two plus years to come in from McLaren. So like, I don't want to be saving up my money and then go to put my order in and they tell me, oh, it's going to be, you know, two years, maybe two and a half till you get your car. So I would rather put the order in now and over the next two years manifest the funds needed to pay for the car. And, you know, by the time it comes in, I should be in a lot better spot.
0: Yeah. So we might order a McLaren. Y'all might hear about that.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I can't order it yet, but I've got to figure out, like, you know, what the down payment is and what the custom ordering process is and this, that, and the third. But she does owe me a trip. So we going.
0: Brandon is very good at manifesting, I will say. So. Usually what you put out in the universe, you do make happen.
1: No choice. It's like, just no choice. I I challenge you to do it. If if you're listening to this podcast, I challenge you to do that in 24. Throw something out in the air that you want to do a goal or um, anything, man. Doesn't even have to be car related. Like, if you want a new vehicle in 24, do it. If you want a house, do it. If you want a promotion at your job, get it. If you want to get fit, do it. That's one thing I got to do in 24 is get... I'm looking a little bit... Like, I'm going from a medium Husky to, like, a large Husky, and I can't have that. (laughs) Medium Husky, I'm all right with, but large Husky, like, I can't really have that. I've got to get a little more fit.
0: I also need to get fit in 2024, so... That will be us together.
1: The good thing is, though, McLaren doors, they go up. So, like, it's easier to get in and out of the car. So I look, as a medium Husky man, A, I fit in them better. And B, I look less obese whenever I'm coming out because the doors go up. So. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see y'all in 2024 because I think this is the last podcast that launches in 2023. True. But. Our next episode will be all about our goals for 2024 and then like what we've learned in 2023 and any other topics that y'all throw at us between now and then. So we will see y'all in 2024. Have a happy new year. See you next year.